0: Don't go. Don't go.
1: Well, we're live, but what?
0: Hold on. Yeah, just keep going. I'll fucking figure it out.
1: Hold on. I'll just
0: hit,
1: (laughs) hit it with an ad. Hold on. Just let's do this.
2: Wrestling nerds, wrestling weebs, wrestling fans. If you're looking for a different kind of podcast, one that goes over actual big wrestling news, I mean real stories. Not somebody getting divorced or baseless rumors or whatnot and get some color. We got that. We also do reviews of wrestling from the past, but sometimes we also do wrestling from the modern day too. If it's something that interests us at the time. Other than that, I would say the main attraction is just three guys who have been lifelong wrestling fans doing what wrestling fans do. Cutting up, cracking jokes, and just enjoying the entertainment wrestling can provide. However that comes. If you want to catch getting some color, you can catch it bi weekly on Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, usually.
1: All right, wherever you I'm going to hit the intro and then hopefully if he's back, I'm starting. welcome everybody we are here on valentine's day episode 231 of big trouble a little podcast i'm joe dubs
2: i'm andy i'm king Ramsey's no i'm zach and Man, i
0: think uh, i think i'm here i don't know if i'm here <laughs> can, can you fucking hear me i'm here i'm angry technology hates me no Damn word, it. Fat. just just fat.
1: that's all you gotta <laughs> say your computer is all about or you can be like Whatever. um <laughs> court angle
2: no more so, wireless wires all the way wires will never fail you
1: yes physical media that's the same thing right um <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: hard,
1: oh. uh, we're back to mobster of love because we're in february and we're doing high sierra and just like that we're going straight into it because that's the first thing we're going to be talking about and the first thing i want to talk about the movie is raul walsh did you see a picture of this dude He's fucking badass.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. What? what? <laughs> he had an eye patch. Too. didn't? Uh, uh, what's up with the old directors that have an eye patches? Uh, I don't know. John man. Ford had one too, I think. It's so They're funny. hard asses. I guess so. <laughs> They're all losing Mom's eyes making movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, so This is a 1941 movie. I really don't know if I ever seen any other movie uh, that this guy directed. White Heat, watch it. It's a good movie.
3: Yeah. No, um, I mean, this movie was uh, we'll get into it. White Heat is still my favorite Raoul Walsh Walsh movie. That being said, I think I've only seen like two or three. Three, four. I've heard of the Roaring Twenties. I mean, I've heard of not, it, but not seen it, yeah.
1: I've not seen it, but I've never heard of White Heat, so I gotta check that out.
3: White White Heat is, is a good old time. That's a good gangster flick.
1: But uh, this movie, the plot, it looks like, uh, well, it doesn't look like, but it's about Mad Dog Roy Earl, um, who is you know, being let out of prison, and he has a big job that he has to do at a California resort.
3: Well, he's <laughs> not called Mad Dog when he's let out of prison. He's called Mad Dog later.
1: Yeah, when he does the whole uh, resort job and stuff. But, man, I, the things I want to talk about, is, it, is this when he sees the other family, the, the one that looks like they're uh, West hillb- Hillbillies just going into fucking Los Angeles, uh, like, when he...
3: <laughs> P- people from Ohio are hillbillies, that's right. <laughs> they're <laughs> but, trying
1: to uh,
0: pretend they're not. I, no, I can fucking confirm he's right. I, <laughs> in, in Ohio, fucking Hilljacks. Crackhead Crack down the street here. Uh, but never mind. I'm still so salty about shit.
1: So. <laughs> but Roy, like, He's like contemplating, kind of like doing the job because he 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 like meets with that one person that that farmer. He's like, I I used to fish by that uh, pond over there, and the guy like automatically knew. He's like, you're Roy Earl because I guess he was famous for like fishing in that pond. I guess whatever. Uh And then like he meets that family and and falls in love with that uh you know that that
3: clubfoot daughter.
1: The clubfoot. I was looking for Velma. that. Number. Yeah, Velma. Velma. That's right. And do you think he's like, maybe I just want to have a normal life?
3: Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause they're like, Hey, he bought your way out of prison. You're working for this guy now. And he like slaps the guy in the face, but he's like, I guess I'm working for him anyway. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. He's like, you better better straight up and fly. Right. He paid your way out of prison. You're going to go rob this resort. He's like, fuck you. You don't talk to me like that. And then he leaves. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That, that was a great scene. Uh, and, and people are probably going to be asking, like, what makes this, like, a mobster movie? Like, I guess they're kind of, like, mafia Italian because they were, like, doing an Italian accent a little bit. But it's all about organized crime. Yeah, my it's,
3: an, it's an organized crime organization. They don't name it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I mean, there's, like, there's an organization. Someone's flying in from Kansas City to take over the, the rackets or whatever. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the the fucking goons that he had to work with like Rhett and the other guy who was just like mad all the time <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. uh,
1: I, I, I do like the part where he, uh, well, I don't like the part where she gets beat up but she gets hit by that guy And uh, like, like Roy's just like (laughs) pistol whips him. I just love the pistol whip that he does in the movie. (laughs)
3: You're you're bearing the lead on that one because he tells her to do it. He's like, okay, kick his ass, you know, here, hit him with this gun. She's like, I can't do it. And he doesn't say a word, he just takes the gun and does it for him. (laughs) He's like, no, 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 justice is getting served (laughs) one way or the other. Someone's gonna do it.
2: Is he isn't really yeah. pistol whipping? Be kind of like it, almost like he somehow you backhanded somebody with a pistol. Yeah, it's like what he did.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like having a, a having having something heavy in your fist gives you more There's something like that. I don't know. Plus two
0: strength, he did it. Yeah,
1: was this a big thing in, during this time? because
0: hitting people yeah
1: well yeah that too <laughs>
0: I, I mean get the that. one guy's like get get in the room and he throws a fucking book at the i was like god what if you fucking hit her knock her ass out yeah that kind of violent <laughs> it's like oh whatever casual well, that, domestic abuse
1: well that's why i said in the facebook messenger i was like man she she wants to get pummeled if she you know does something wrong i said that's love or whatever because she tells roy at some point like you could pummel me.
4: <laughs> I
3: had misheard because I thought she said you can plug me, as in like you can just shoot me. Which that what you said makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, because thinking
4: about
2: plugging some other kind of plug there. <laughs> okay,
3: but what
1: where I was going with this is just the like he helps Velma with the foot, and like they nonchalantly uh, talk to the father. He's like, "I'm going to marry her," or he says it. He's like. You're going to marry her, but I got some bad news for you. Like, she likes someone else. But during a time that just, like, I'm just going to marry you just for, like, a second, a minute. Like, he barely knows her. They literally just met on the highway.
3: I think we lose. I I think it jumps around a lot. Because I I, I think he spends more time with her than we see. Because it's like he has dinner with them. And then he's telling her about the stars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's a stand-in for they get to know each other. I yeah. think I think I think some weeks pass or something.
1: Mm-hmm. I I do love the comedy in this this movie as well, especially like when they get to the family house, and the mother's like, "I don't want you fucking helping her." And then like she's like, "But I want to be helped." He's like, "I guess she, she wants help," and then she starts hugging her uh Roy around. Uh, the dog is funny. Dog is the best.
0: Pard you know. Pard's the best character in the movie. Yeah. Oh, he, I think it's second best. Uh, I can't say the guy's name. Or, uh, I can't pronounce his name, and it, it was confusing me more when the subtitle would come up, because I'm one of those scum who watches with subtitles. Oh, I They're have to watch. Boys. It. What, what's have the, to... what was the what was the black guy's name? Algenon. Racist. Algenon. Thank you. I kept wanting to say uh, Algeron or, <laughs> but, it's not, but it came up weird on my subtitle thing. It had extra letters. uh, I, I like the, some of the little bits he had. He's not in the movie a whole whole ton. Other than that part, it's like pretty much the best character. But uh, uh Alshon's character was—I uh, mean, maybe for the time, it was—it was that like typical of how like, the caricature of, a, of an African American person in a—it's yeah, not—it's
3: not overly flattering the way they portray him, I guess, but. He goes
1: yeah. in and out though, like he does like that goofiness, and then he just starts like <laughs> spitting out fucking facts and stuff, and he's like, "I'm yeah. out of here." <laughs> like he
3: seems really intelligent beneath, beneath like a slack jaw like th- he's putting out something about like being on. unintelligent, but yeah. he's actually a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. I think it's what you're supposed to take away from that. That's that's what I think. Mm.
4: Okay. And I
1: I do like Marie more than Velma because fuck Velma, by the way.
3: I think you're kind of suppo- like that's I mean, again this whole month is supposed to be about mob movies. This is kind of just like a a romantic triangle movie at the end of the day. It's just oh. with the backdrop of crime. Because the whole thing is about the job. I mean, if I was if I was trying to like sum the movie up, it would be about whether or not a leopard can change its spots. Because
4: mm-hmm.
3: the doctor even tells him this isn't the kind of woman for you. you. You need to find someone who's like can keep up with you, who's a little more faster on her feet, someone who's a little more wild and crazy. You don't need someone tame and settled down like that. And of course, Roy's he goes through with it anyway because he's still fallen for Velma. That's why he spends the four hundred dollars and asks her to marry him and all that other stuff. But as it turns out, no, she's not right for him. Maybe Marie was, and he even is like. He's like, oh, I'm I'm not in love with you. Pretty much, he doesn't say that, but like several times, he like, you know, stops her advances. Mm. I, I don't know. The movie seemed more like a romance than a crime movie to me. It is both. It is both, but yeah, I, I think it's a romance movie first. Romance. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, it fits with the February month, so I guess that's a the, the plus. That's,
0: that's true. I mean, and, and
3: here yeah. we are reviewing it on Valentine's
1: Day,
0: so yeah, yeah. I a quick amendment because it just hit me. I think we should revise the name of the theme to "Thug and Love." But you can do what you want to do. With that. <laughs> I don't know but, why that just came to me just now, but I was like, "Ah, Thug and Love," and it's a Boondock reference. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, the job itself I, I felt was planned fucking stupidly. By the way, like you have you have an inside person that's Spanish dude uh which which, by the way i would have been like oh i gotta count up the drawer or something and let me me shut the front door but no he leaves it wide open there's nobody literally besides uh marie who honks the horn every time someone's coming through it's
3: a good thing they brought her because that the plan was to not bring her they would have been just like fucked several different ways
1: And they're making so much noise because they have to break the safe open and all that. And, you know, a cop decides to come in because he's probably hearing all the racket going on. and be like, man, let me go check to see what's happening here. And then he gets shot. And I'm just like, and, I, and right away, <laughs> the Spanish guy, like, I would have shot the dude because he's ultimately the reason why shit hits the fan literally near the
0: end
3: he he's, squeals they knew he would they were all yeah. like this guy sucks he's going to tell everyone everything. you dirty
0: rat mm-hmm. he's the dirty killed rat killed my brother yeah killed <laughs> <get> my brother
1: <laughs> um Perfect. i'm trying to think like what's your guys opinions about it Zach and uh, chaz what, what's your opinions on the movie
2: um first let's see uh i liked it all right um it's weird because I don't really watch a lot of uh, '40s or '50s movies ever. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, it's either like older than that, or 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 newer for I, some reason. Like those two decades, like always, kind of escape me in terms of
3: like movies I watch. I know you said usually, but you've seen Casablanca. It came out the same year as this movie.
2: Yeah, that's like one of the only other movies I've seen from the '40s, <laughs> and uh, uh, that was a great movie though. Uh, but Like it did, like, yeah, this one jumps around a little bit with the plot, and still, it kind of feels like these people are falling in love really fast. It feels like,
4: yeah,
2: maybe unreasonably so. Uh, but I understand that's kind of how movies were made back then, like, yeah, that's like the rule rather than the exception. I, Um, I
3: heard someone explain it once. Um, film writing back then was. Every emotion, but more so. Like if yeah. someone if someone has a hot temper, they have a hot fucking temper. If someone falls in love, they are madly in love. Like there's there's no subtlety because the movie was only like seventy minutes long. Sometimes, so
2: yeah. so yeah, everything's kind of played up more, and it kind of feels like the writing is always kind of played fast and loose a little bit. Uh, but I like okay. uh, Humphrey.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I was, it was just playing on the thing of it. I think that all any older film or anything, that's just non modern. is there's a lot more for inference. Again, it's just something you guys are saying. Just it's, it's. I think it's. It was that way before, but now we're brainwashed to have to need every little fact fed to us right away. Which I'm not. Man, I'm not really some that films. St-
2: yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not really that way necessarily, but like, uh... like. I don't necessarily need all the details of like why these people fell in love, but it still feels like mm-hmm. it happens very, very, very quickly.
3: Yeah, I feel like uh, there's just the one mm. scene where they're looking at the stars, and you're supposed to be like, "Oh, okay, they fell in love."
0: Oh, that was Ooh. the moment of love. Oh no, I agree. It's <laughs> it is it is definitely like loose loose beads and string, and they're like, "Hey, look what we made!" In terms of like putting it together, you got to fill in lots some pretty big gaps, but that's okay. It's I guess the time versus um, yeah. where we're at now, just like being able to make that development of plot and your length of film is just different, but, but
2: I really continue on. Sorry. Yeah. I really like, I'm not sure about this. Like, cause like everything else in the movie was like, okay to me, like the other actors were okay. Uh, the, the actress who played Marie was pretty good. I thought, mm-hmm. uh, I think she, she still, out. yeah. Uh, she had like kind of an unusual name, but somehow it escaped me. Uh, i think that's still kind of early in her career at that point uh but i feel like humphrey P- bogart is like the glue that held this movie together like if it was somebody else i'm not sure if it would have been as good kind of one of those deals
1: <laughs> yeah i i think having him as the head honcho, the the main you know person on the cover you know makes the movie but overall i thought the you know the theme of like having a normal life, or just uh, like Andy said, does a leopard ever change its spots and, and stuff, or a tiger ever ch- uh, change its stripes, and um, yeah, and
2: I like I like the idea, of the plot though, like that core idea that I don't know they didn't explore it as much as maybe they could have.
3: This this strikes me as I mean I hate when they remake classic movies, but I think this could benefit from. More runtime, more development, more something. Maybe I wonder how I wonder how the book
2: is because it's based off of a book. Uh, it might just be like one of those you know old cheap paperbacks,
3: but that doesn't mean that it's bad. Those were like, you know, I genuinely got the impression the book would be good. I think I think there's a lot of stuff that gets like touched on, and I want to know more about what's going through his head. Like everything after he puts her on the bus, I kind of wanted more detail about. Because, yeah. like, shit starts getting worse and then he's, like, up in the mountain and stuff. That stuff's all really thrilling. And I think there was a lot of minutiae, like we were talking about. Like, it seemed the romance was really rushed. I feel like the book would flush that. Like, honestly, if this is something, if I saw this book in a bookstore or, like, you know, at a Goodwill or something for a buck, yeah, I'd definitely pick it up. Like, I, I, it, I feel like there's a lot here that we don't get to see.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, like, the end of it, like, just because it's just kind of messed up, like how all that ended up. But uh oh, it's a noir. Yeah. What well, one other thing I wanted to say real quick, and I'm done with my thoughts, is uh it was bugging me. Ida Lupino was in the movie, and I'm like, She looks familiar. why she look familiar to me? And when I started looking up stuff about the movie, I was like, oh, she was in that episode of Twilight Zone, one of the ones I picked, uh 16 millimeter shrine. She was the the actress that was like oh. locked up in her That's room watching right. her old movies. That's right, you're right. And I was like, "Oh my God, that makes it even better now that I know who this is." And she actually was a real big movie star, and just kind of trailed off. That's
4: and actually I, really cool.
2: And
3: I was like, "Wow, that makes the episode a little bit better."
1: <laughs> it's funny how like all our shit connects some way of <laughs> what we're watching.
0: And we're two hundred and something episodes in. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Chaz. What Tur- about turns you? out
0: actors and actresses do more than one thing. <laughs> <when> you <laughs> cross over. Yeah. It's like it's like their job or something. Uh I, I thought the movie was was all right. Um now again I I come with the caveat of I have whirling hailstorm of of dogs barking and and my daughter waking up in between when I'm trying to watch it but uh so it was a little bit of distraction. <laughs> Yet honestly at this point I like, we have to do is just put her in, <laughs> put her in the she camel this no, I think I, I, I think she'll like that too much. I think she, if I do, I do finishing moves where she bounces off the bed, she'll just laugh and giggle. I, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to choke her out.
2: You have to do the big show choke slam, the one where you like raise her way in the air. Oh, and hold her and yeah. go. Oh.
0: Drop her. All right, yeah. wait, we'll save that for next Thursday. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'll get some color. Check us out. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think at first too, I was also thrown off because I kept watching it and it. The way it starts, I mean, it's a plot, but I'm waiting on this to, like, pick up, and then he really take off, and then some real shit happen. But it's because I was spoon-fed into, all oh, this month, we're doing, it. we're starting off with Gangs in New York, so I'm like, all right, well, some real crazy shit's gonna happen, but I don't think it's going to, because it's a, it's a movie of the 40s. Now you're, um, you're thinking about gangs
3: in New York, and you're right. thinking about The Departed, and you're like, uh-huh. okay, how's this gonna fit in? And then you <laughs> yeah. just,
0: you're like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: yeah, One of these and,
0: things is not like the other.
4: <laughs> and what's but
1: funny, it's okay. What's funny yeah. is like I didn't plan this. Like I didn't. I I just asked my because I I watched a lot of AMC with my mom.
4: So I was like, gonna
0: bust your balls there because it was like you said you didn't play, Of course you played it. You pick the fucking movies, but yeah. <laughs> I just beat a dick. And it's fine. <laughs> like you know, it's good to get advice from others because sometimes it's, it you get a fresh take. So I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that being said, I uh, I thought Humphrey Bogart's part was very strong. I agree with Zach Coley uh, that someone of his caliber in acting was needed to hold it together because all the other characters, I think. Any scene they're in, they their acting was just a little better when they're interacting more with him versus if they're just like on their own doing anything, which isn't for a lot of the film. I mean, it's the focus is on him, but it, it the movie could plot on a little bit in some ways because of that. Um, no, but I mean, I thought uh, just real oh, quick, as long as we're talking about actors, I wanted to bring up uh Henry
3: Travers, just the guy Clarence. who plays Pa. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's in he's in a bunch of uh Twilight
0: Zone and stuff too. Oh, Andy, okay. Andy's, Andy's, really Cl- Andy's, Clarence. Andy's Clarence.
3: You're right, Andy's Clarence uh-huh. as
0: well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought he wife. was really funny. I, I thought he was pretty funny in terms of no, like I, like, he I, I liked him. Out. I liked him, and I liked the Doctor.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now get I'm not saying like, oh yeah, Humphrey Bogart did well, and everyone else was shit. It's like that. Just more. Just overall, the flow of the movie. Like it. He was a strong. Like that's the way this movie is built too. Like you He's have. Pe- you need a strong protagonist. Yeah, or a lead, and that's who you're going to follow. So if you don't have that, then this movie would probably would have flopped. Well, but...
1: You know, like, a lot of people, when you think of mobsters, and especially when we're coming off of Gangs in New York of being as, like, badass, like, fighting scenes and shit in history and all that,
4: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of, like, look at Sopranos, if you ever watch a TV show. It's about, like, Tony Soprano, like, wondering, why am I in this life? Like, I don't want my kids following this life. I... You know, it's going to end up getting me killed. And Roy kind of has the same thing. Like, I should be having a family. I don't want my family being involved in this, like, organized crime. I want to just live a normal life, maybe. But then, like, obviously, you could never leave the organized crime. (laughs) Either Mm -hmm. leave it two ways, in a body bag or keep on running and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he was planning to do with Marie, like, after he uh, was uh, you know, gonna sell that jewelry and shit. Which, by the way, th- the funny character besides uh, Velma's dad is Big Mac when he's like dying and shit. And he's like, hide the booze from the, the doctor.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, to this I'm
2: gonna die. He's like, to your health, and he drinks. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Uh, the, so I guess one more one more thing about Bogart, real quick, is I know like we were all like, yeah, he's glue the hell's this movie together, and. Chaz just says like i'm not trying to say everybody else in this movie was shit i think it's just he's such a big personality he's just gonna overshadow everybody
3: yeah that's mm-hmm. the problem everyone is like there's no one in this movie that like dragged it down everyone who's yeah. in this movie is very competent and a very good actor but Humphrey Bogart is, like, one of the most famous actors of all time. Like, yeah, it's it's like, kind of hard. It's <laughs> like when Jack Nicholson's
0: in a movie. He's going to overshadow everybody else, too. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to that later this month. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a few weeks. So, yeah, that, you're definitely right. Um, well, no, I agree. It's his personality. It's a gravitating thing, and you kind of just get enveloped in it. That's
2: my other uh, thing, too. I've only seen two movies with Humphrey Bogart in it. Uh, I'm guessing Andy and Dubs probably seen more. Maybe even Jazz. Is he like one of those actors that's kind of like Jack Nicholson where he's just kind of himself, but he's in like a different
3: role? <laughs> More or less. like he plays both good guys and bad guys and uh, he does a really good job at both. but he is always kind of like a man's man kind of good with a gun, kind of streetwise kind of guy.
2: Humphrey Bogart in this movie, Jack Nicholson in this movie, like, like mm-hmm. there's, there's guys that are that kind of actor where it's like, I don't play a character. I play myself playing a character. Wait, didn't mm. we, <laughs> didn't we do a Humphrey? Didn't
3: we do the African queen? I, I wasn't uh, here. It, that so, was just you and I. Good.
4: Yeah.
1: So, so that, that, that's a good film. Uh, Zach, I, Zach and Chaz, I think you guys would like that film. That That
2: was on my watch list on Netflix forever, and it fucking cycled out because they lost everything. So I got to find out where to watch it. Yeah, we watched that like year
3: one of the
1: show. Yeah, that was like when we started picking movies and shit. Like that was like one of the top ones.
2: And just just to be clear, I wasn't like, you know, talking down to like actors like that. I was trying to say like that's a different kind of actor. Like, it's, it's weird. Some people are, like, fine like that, and others are not. Like, Kevin Costner is, like, one of those examples, I think, where he doesn't pull that off. But he's like, I'm Kevin Costner,
0: but I'm Robin Hood.
2: <laughs> it doesn't work. All right.
0: right. No, You're right, though. I mean, again, to tie it to something else that makes sense to me, at least, wrestling is a lot of the same things. Ric Flair is one <laughs> of the greatest wrestlers of all time, love him or hate him, and he is just himself turned up to 11. That's all he is. So it's a different than in a film. Someone is just their own personality or their own person. They fit a certain mold and that's what they do best. And you just put them in different environments. And that's how different movies get made about them. By the way,
1: if anybody, if anybody wants to listen, it's episode 32, the African queen. And that we did, we recorded that and released it on March 15th of 2018.
4: So <laughs> <laughs> a long wow. time
1: ago, uh, as far as like, you know, saying about, I think everybody in the film was also self-aware that uh, Humphrey was the big dog because they even made Roy the big dog. Like, oh man, it's Roy coming in town and all that stuff. We better follow what he he wants to do. And, like, especially the guy that was beating up Marie, he's like, fuck, I'm going to die. Like, remember when he's in the...
3: (laughs) He's, like, talking to those other guys. He's like, well, guys, my friend's here. I guess I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Way
1: to play it up. And and I guess Marie probably talked it out because remember the part where he, like, tells Rhett and the other... I I keep on forgetting his name, but the, the, the woman beater. To like leave get out of town, you're off this job, but then like the next scene they're having, they're like at the the table getting ready for the job and all that stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? I guess Marie talked him out of it.
2: Changed his mind, I guess.
1: Yeah. That dog though, every uh when the dog was trapped in the house and he fucking moved his head to open up that window. I was like, Bravo, man. Uh I was hard. actually getting scared uh for the dog, even though like it's still sad what happened at the end with Roy. Well, I thought for a second, like, that sniper was going to shoot the dog because the dog is going to jump in front of Roy and, like, the dog would get sniped or whatever.
3: That would have been an even worse ending. Yeah. Oh, my God
2: the hell yeah, it's like long distance old yeller
0: what the hell yeah <laughs> I, i've been watching and then i'd be like i wish it was you Roy. <laughs> it's like shit uh yeah that would have sucked to see the dog get shot although that honestly with the story and stuff it almost would have fit because at one point he's talking about putting a bolt between the dog's eyes himself because mm. he's he's like i don't want this thing following me around uh but of course he gets attached. it's kind of how the thing with maria too there's like a parallel there it's like this like nagging person that's like stuck to him but really he needs her like I, th- I think before you were talking about how like they totally couldn't have pulled off their job if if it weren't for her I think that was intentional because they wanted you to see how he's still stuck on this person that's literally gonna hold him back because she's got, physically got this club foot she literally can't keep up with him and but that's what he wants and she had never had any interest and he's got this other person here that is a kindred spirit to him and he's He's ignored it, but then realizes that at the end, that's really what he needed all along. Yeah,
3: um, I I hate to get obnoxious with the metaphors, but I said earlier, can a leopard change its spots? Can he can he settle down with a uh, with with you know this more tame young woman? Uh, at the end, it's you can take the cat out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the cat because he's still wrapped up in all this crime all along. I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just it really it flies really well.
0: <laughs> but I mean, true. <laughs> like, but that plays like the, I'll go ahead, Zach. I was gonna say
2: it's true because like, he's trying to get out, and it just seems like the the more he's trying to get away and just hurry up and get his shit and get out, like the worse it gets. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's like, a whole it's, one it's more, like one more job mentality, right? And he's like, oh, one more, one more thing.
3: Yeah. But he out, has but he has no five. money, and his solution is to just hold up that general store. Like mm-hmm. he could have just, just like, gave
2: Marie like you know a hundred dollars and yeah he could have had a hundred dollars hundred dollars probably gets you kind of far in 1941
3: no doubt <laughs> so, Yeah,
2: he drove
1: he's like a... billy joel after he left the fucking uh <laughs> yeah, the a... <laughs> he hit that tree hard yeah. and, and, and and i and i thought about this like after seeing the car and i know it's hollywood but i'm pretty sure like in real life this would happen I'm like man those cars back then were durable because today's car, if that would have hit the tree, the fucking bumper would have fell off. Probably the engine would have fucking exploded or whatever.
0: Everything's made of like cheap fucking fiberglass other materials. Yeah, yeah, that shit was metal. Steel. When, you had, steel steel when you had a car accident, you would die. But the car would <laughs> yeah. probably survive. Yeah. <laughs> they resell that
3: car, yeah. That's right.
0: Fucking JD power safety rating. We don't need any of that shit. Nope. You, you fucking tank it.
3: <laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah. Something else, too. I actually like this more thinking about how the movie played out. So As we were talking a bit about some other stuff. The scene right at the very beginning of the movie. It's so subtle, but it's very poignant when you think about what the theme of the movie really is. What's the first thing he does when he gets out of prison? He What's does a goblet. Yeah, I want to go to the park. I want a breath of fresh air. And he literally just wants to take in. It it's like, okay, I got, to, I'm finally free. Uh, I've, I've crashed out. Like, like, and then he realizes I really haven't. I need, I have to do one more thing to get out of this. And mm-hmm. then it just, it's like this unraveling thing. And he was pulling the rope, and there's no end to it. And it's just this thing he's chasing, but he'll never get there. So then, and like, I, the ending of the movie is like, oh, what crash out means free. He's finally, he's finally free of that. That, a, that was the only way, way he was going to get free of his life of crime. Exactly, yeah, he's going to die. Well,
1: after uh, you brought up a good point about the park, like, even when he's at the park, the newspaper behind him, like, shows his face and stuff, of being let out, it's like, you're never going to get away from it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. always going to... Yeah, even
3: the newspaper was like, oh, people were like, oh, they
0: shouldn't do this, oh, it's terrible, I, I can't remember what it says, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just says something about him being pardoned, it has, like, some nickname about Indiana Bank Robber, and, like you said, people are all upset about it the governor's like what they let
1: him go and blah, blah, blah. yeah by the way I, I i the only thing that was predictable like besides him dying i guess but i i knew that copper was going to fucking be a bad guy at the end just be like i never trust a copper.
4: Clearly. <laughs> a copper in the end yeah. bam yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: they shot yeah. each other I like how, like, Bogart practically no-sold it, though. He was just kind of, like, annoyed that he got shot. <laughs> he's
3: like, <laughs> fucking uh, cop
0: shot me, son uh, of a bitch! <laughs> fucking got me.
2: Ow.
1: <laughs> and, uh, that guy at the end, like, who just, like, he's, there, like, just sitting there. What a shame. Or whatever. He, like, b- b- belittles him while he's fucking dead. Uh, was that a, a, a reporter?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was a reporter, if it was just a... I didn't, he like had he's a like, bitch. Live radio yeah.
2: reporter guys, because he was like talking to a little microphone yeah. thing. Uh, he had okay. that radio voice, you know. Yeah. No,
1: no I that think makes it was. Sense. I think it was two separate people because there was a guy in the radio. Is like and hey, the, the the danger of Roy, the Mad Dog, is hitting the, the mountains of the jungle and all. That. I'm like, whoa, he's like selling this story, but uh, no,
2: it was the same guy. It was the same guy. He was wearing the like the coat and he was smoking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he Absolutely had like a little, like, little pencil mustache. You guys that have that mustache, you can't trust them. It's <laughs> a shitty wispy rat mustache. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Except Doc Holiday, you could trust him if he was his friend, but you have to be his friend. Yeah, yeah that mustache <laughs> yeah. is.
0: Yeah, Go, going in blind. That mustache is hard to trust. And, so if you, and, thing.
1: and I understand, like, he killed a cop and then he killed another person as well and he's this big, like, organized crime dude. But literally, <laughs> like, Royce hears the dog and hears Marie and all that stuff. And he has no rifle in hand, no gun in hand. And that guy just snipes him from the back. I was like, you motherfucker. What well, he was told to
3: do. He said, get yeah. up there, get... Get him in your sights and take him out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Some guy named Slim who just has like a high powered hunting rifle. Yeah. <laughs> go,
3: go get Slim, he's got a telescopic lens on his
0: gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good. let's get let's get political. Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart's now black, and, and now they, they're just throwing genados and shit in there. They don't give a fuck, they raided it, just kill him instantly.
1: They would have shot an RPG if they had one. They, they uh,
3: actually yeah. killed the dog in 1941. They didn't have a bunch of army surplus fucking armored cars yeah. yet. They had to go get he's slim. Like,
0: <laughs> that's what he's thinking. He's like, <laughs> well, I've got an old rubber boot and eight bullets, guys. What are we going
2: well, <laughs> like like, to do? There's like one dude with like a lever action gun and some other stuff. I was going to say like on- online, I was going to make my comment when I came in here. Uh, a man with a queer, queer looking rifle. Yeah. (laughs) He said that. I I don't know why. It just made me laugh. (laughs) It's kind of silly. Why? Not because all queer, but no, just because it's like, that's a really strange way to say that. Like just that he has like a, you could have said a man with a high powered rifle with some kind of scope. Like that probably would have grabbed people's attention
0: better. (laughs) I just the time. I mean, you gotta think the The, the, timing of what it's made though. Queer was, yeah, yeah, it was used frequently then. I know.
2: I'm not, I'm not I'm not not again, not because he said queer, it's just cause I feel like he could have used better verbiage as a radio man to
0: Zach. What's wrong with you? You hate gays or something? No uh, <laughs> listen, I, I no live one, in Ohio. God. That that man that lost his farm represents me. I don't know. I'm just bullshitting <laughs> No now, one but. knew about <laughs> rifles. Every
3: they were all used to like Barney Fife ass fucking revolver carrying police officers. That's all that existed. You're right.
1: Roy Roy was carrying in the 1911,
3: right?
2: hmm
1: Yeah. I was yeah. like, fucking sweet. And then, uh, you know, he carried that. Was it a shotgun or a rifle that Roy had?
2: Shotgun. He had a and shotgun at some point.
1: And a machine gun too because he was fucking he started blasting on that if rock that,
0: that's just like a, a tommy gun that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. that someone stole from classic him. gangster gun i saw that and i was like finally this is a gangster movie <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. right <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: happy
2: birthday to the 1911 by the way oh yeah <laughs> this, is get, oh. this is the day it was patented it was patented
3: everything. on valentine's day that's right that's so cool
2: i didn't know that before <laughs>
1: I I picked a film that's that neat. was about a love story that was <laughs> on Valentine's Day and fucking the birthday of the 1911.
2: Another uh, American icon.
1: Yeah. I mean, personally, me, I enjoyed this film because, again, I used to watch a lot of AM, AMC movies with my mom because that's all she fucking did was on reruns. And uh, I think I remember seeing this at some point. All of them <laughs> melt together. By the way, bravo to uh films back then when they kept movies an hour and a half. Now, not like two hours or three hour movies. Yeah. Because th- that's one Gangs thing in that-
3: New York. No, just kidding. No, okay. <laughs> that-
1: that's different. Like, gangs in New York, when they're like two and a half hours and you don't feel it, it's like, that's when you know it's a good movie. But, like, when you're, like two hours or three hours, and you're just like, oh, man, I'm only a fucking quarter way through this movie. <laughs> then you know that's a bad movie when you're looking at the time. Uh,
2: yeah, whenever you, you start wondering, man, how much longer is this movie? Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: now I will say, and again, this isn't the film's fault. This has to do more with what was going on around me, but there, I think it was about... Um, uh, thirty minutes left in this film. I actually had a moment like that, but it was because all the other shit happened around me, and I was so distracted from it. And I'm just like, "Fuck!" And I had to like rewind and like rewatch something because I felt you know, I missed something that happened. It, that's just frustrating. But that has nothing to do with the film. That can happen watching anything. I just yeah. be more angry. So. You need like a
2: panic room that you can like lock yourself in to watch movies. You keep talking <laughs> I mean, about how you keep getting interrupted and it pisses you off and then you, it makes you hate the movie and you have to rewatch it again.
0: Well, listen, here, here's what I do I make sure that when I'm on the days of, I'm uh, doing our stream, like that, okay, no one can bother me. I'm basically in my own version of a panic room without the actual panic part. It's panic ish. It's my isolated den, but uh and everybody's asleep but it's just like no like don't nothing happen. but i don't know the universe is like nope we'll fuck with you other times you can't watch that too much shit's going on so uh it is what it is it's fine i'm just
1: kidding you know the next uh, time yeah
0: you, yeah the next
1: time way. you go to chad's house and you go in the bathroom you're gonna find a home theater in there because that's his no, <laughs>
2: he's got the per- the perfect place for like a secret hidey hole to go watch movies under eruptions behind him in that door but we won't talk about what's mm-hmm. behind that door on here.
0: Oh, the height yeah, that's where the nightmare at. We
2: can't talk about those holes. We can't talk yeah. about those holes here.
3: <laughs>
1: but my uh, Andy, did you have anything that you wanted to add for as far as, you know, about this movie?
3: Yeah, you know, honestly, um I know I, I know it happens to some of us every once in a while on these shows, but I think talking through it has kind of made me like this movie more because yeah. coming, coming out of it i was kind of like yeah, it was okay i don't feel like i ever see any mm-hmm. like it has a criterion release and i was like oh this movie's probably gonna be great and then after i watched it i was like mm, i don't i don't know if i see it but after talking to it talking about it with you guys I, i'm kind of starting to see like the themes and 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 there's there's a little more depth to it than i was giving it credit for there was one other person i wanted to talk about that was involved in this movie we already talked about all the actors and how um Bogart stands head and shoulders above everyone else as far as talent goes. But after watching the movie, I was like, who did, who did the screenplay? Who did this adaptation? Like, is it some hack or what? It's fucking John Houston, who, uh, uh, by the way, directed, um, among other things, the African queen. So there's another one of our links. How do you like that? Uh, but he also directed the Maltese Falcon. He directed, um, Key Largo, Asphalt Jungle, uh, he directed uh, Under the Volcano, which isn't as famous as the other ones. It's just, I really like that movie, so I guess fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's, it's not a very popular movie, it's it's a weird movie. Uh, but yeah, he directed like fucking Maltese Falcon. God damn it, he didn't direct this, he just did the screenplay, obviously. But I don't know, it's Maltese Falcon, by the way, came out the same year. Did they usually credit the
2: author of the book as? somebody involved with the screenplay or was that guy
3: actually involved with the screenplay? I don't know. I'm Cause sure. that made me wonder about that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be too awfully surprised um, if that is just the whole reason that would happen. But I think a lot of the times I know that um, uh, Raymond Chandler, he's the one who wrote a bunch of the early Famous detective novels. Yeah. He did, he was contracted by movie studios to work on screenplays of his own books. So I wouldn't be surprised if the same thing had happened here.
4: Yeah.
3: I, I don't know, I don't know about in the case of this movie, but I know that when they adapted um uh The Big Sleep, for instance, they did indeed bring him in and he gave them kind of a treatment and then they had it punched up by industry professionals or whatever. I see. Oh uh final thoughts on
1: everything i mean i i like it i mean i'm not gonna give it like a fucking high praise or anything but like i enjoyed it
3: i i still say watch uh watch white heat watch um multi's falcon watch uh
1: the african queen uh maybe yeah
3: i might like this more than african queen if i'm being honest would you, uh, watch, watch Treasure of the Sierra Madre for God's sake, please. That movie is very underappreciated. I know it's famous, but it's still underappreciated. The movie kicks ass. Watch that kind of stuff. And if you're getting into that like movie feel, watch this. Mm. But I wouldn't recommend this as an introduction to early 40s film noir, though.
1: Gotcha. But you're you're recommending it still, right?
3: I still recommend it. Like if it's a yes or no answer, it's gonna be a recommend. It's just you know there's better things to watch in this same thing
1: mm-hmm. Zach final thoughts and recommend or not nah?
3: um this is a decent
2: movie like like Andy was saying i kind of felt a little bit better about it after we talked about it some more not that i was like down on it um i i'm could a light recommend uh kind of echo in his thoughts about because like like i said, I don't have a lot of i don't really watched a lot of movies from the 40s or anything or uh, even this kind of stuff in this vein, um, but I feel like there's probably better ones out there, so
1: all right, Chaz. Recommend rec, uh, final thoughts and recommendation,
0: yeah. Uh, you just kind of touching on the same points they'd had. I was also in the same boat and felt a little better. I was kind of sitting in that, meh, like six out of ten, eh, and now I'm like, yeah, it's six and a half or seven ish. Like, I'm, I'm leaning closer to oh, it. Was, it was okay, uh, I, I think. I'd recommend again if someone's already a fan of of this type of genre of film, then you have lot, definitely recommend. Uh, otherwise, I think it's it's kind of a, a light recommendation on my end. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't push too heavily, but if it's something you're if think it's you'd on like, AMC, don't turn it off. Yeah, you gotta a have a with Bogart. At it.
2: You know, yeah. here's, here's another Bogart movie.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, g- next week. Uh, a different change in tone because we're watching cops versus thugs 1975 <laughs> film um so it's totally different from high sierra um as i was told and probably a little bit more action um than than high sierra because keep in mind like high sierra they did have uh you know some action i do love the car scene by the way when they're going up the mountain That's cool. That, yeah i thought that was shot well um but, man, cops versus Thugs, I'm excited for that because I've never seen this movie. And I gotta find out where it's mm-hmm. streaming, by the way. I think it's on Amazon.
3: I, it, yeah, it was on now. Amazon as of like a year or so ago. They have like ten um what's what's this guy? Uh, Fukusaki's movies. Um, it's like Kinji, Kinji Fukusaki, the guy who did all the battles without Honor and Humanity. All mm-hmm. five of those are on there and this and a few other of his movies are all in there and frankly if you watch one of them and like it just watch them all they're all the exact same thing they're all very <laughs> violent yakuza movies <laughs> sweet and yeah, so a,
0: it says here yeah if you want to watch it uh canopy asian crush which boy that's that's a fucking crazy I for, name for I really a, that a streaming service yeah it's, a, it's Midnight like a, oh go ahead
3: Uh, It's like uh, it's like it's the companion to Retro Crush, which shows a bunch of like '80s anime that everyone hates except weirdos like me. Okay, so just (laughs) yeah,
0: but okay, there's that Midnight Pulp Voodoo or Prime Video, so it looks like it's it's there.
1: Yeah, it says Prime for two ninety nine per rent. So either way, it's it's there.
3: You watch it with Uh, a few commercials. Why not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, before we get into like uh, I I don't know what to call yet final thoughts or last segment well we'll, i'll think of something but i'm gonna hit another getting some color ad because i didn't do that last week and i want to i want to make sure that uh that the following week you get to listen to getting some color because we're going to be doing survivor series so here's some getting some color ad
2: wrestling nerds wrestling weebs wrestling fans if you're looking for a different kind of podcast one that goes over actual big wrestling news i mean real stories Not somebody getting divorced or baseless rumors or whatnot and get some color. We got that. We also do reviews of wrestling from the past, but sometimes we also do wrestling from the modern day too. If it's something that interests us at the time. Other than that, I would say the main attraction is just three guys who have been lifelong wrestling fans doing what wrestling fans do. Cutting up, cracking jokes, and just enjoying the entertainment wrestling can provide. However that comes. If you want to catch Getting Some Color, you can catch it bi-weekly on Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, usually.
1: Yeah, and by the way, we had a uh, great episode talking about fucking Battle Bowl, so go go listen to that or go watch it. I uh, watched it. Dude.
4: Bowl.
2: <laughs> Man, it what me That was a, a mixed bowl, you could say.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a battle, one way it or the a- other. It was a tossed salad of a pay-per-view. Uh, and get, there, were, there was salad tossing, and, and there was also time-traveling meat. That's there a was time now, tra- again, the time-traveling
2: meat happened again.
1: And get and, and near the end, you get to listen to Chaz's Royal Rumble uh, adventure about going into a bathroom about Cody Rhodes and um, <laughs> about Nia Jax and stuff. and the, uh, About fat, sticking
2: fat. up for a, a challenged child uh,
0: in, in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> And then, and then one of my dear friends who knows nothing about wrestling nearly getting beaten up by a bunch of wrestling nerds and feminists over mm-hmm. over <laughs> random comments because he was too drunk to know what he's talking about. <laughs> was it good.
3: was it multiple
2: people or was it really just that one person? Because it didn't sound like it from the story.
0: Oh, no, it it was just the one person, when it first started, when he made the specific comment, oh, wrestling's fake, you know that guy, right? yeah. That's what pissed everybody around him off. Everyone was like, wait a second, what? He aggroed everybody. I was like, no, I'm not fucking defending you now. Listen, I'm too drunk for this. Uh, I might hit you. (laughs) you. I might might hit you, too. (laughs) I was like, no, not this one. This is not the hill to die on. Uh, And then, yeah, I was like, no, it's okay, My, my friend, he's. Uh, I'll say I save my hard hours for uh for he's mentally colors. challenged we as, as we say about my, my dear loving dog potato she's simple Jeez. yeah bless her yeah. heart bless her heart <laughs> but uh, a little brain too I'll go first uh
1: as far as like what I watch uh I watched a bunch of Max Landis videos uh, because I do love his pitches for like movies and comics
3: that, that video you posted in the group chat. I didn't watch it. Is that new? Is that a new Superman pitch or, uh, well he did,
1: um, his latest Superman run. I think it was called alien Superman or Superman alien or something like that. He did a, uh, comic run where he's a child and growing growing up as a teenager to the point where he it ends near Batman. And because nobody bought the, the, the comic, because comics are dying in America, um, he, they, they were going to do a agent of Batman-Superman, where Superman is, like, insecure <laughs> with his powers. Uh, he's working for the Daily Bugle, and, like, Batman takes Superman to be under his, uh, his wing and, like, train him to be, like, a, a spy, in a sense, with Dick Grayson uh, as Robin. And, huh. and 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 it, it I I I don't want to explain it because I can't explain it like Max Landis, but it's fucking it glued me to the screen. I highly recommend to watch that. He also does a pitch for Man of Steel two, which is a really good uh, uh pitch. Uh, That's
3: the older one, right? He's like standing in a room and playing with like a lightsaber or a pole or something. Well, that
1: was also for another Superman film uh, that he was also pitching where uh, doomsday uh was yeah. like fucking shit up. That's I mean, the like, one
3: I've seen and I, I was smitten with that one. I thought it was very good.
1: Yeah, you talk like Blue Beetle's fucking uh ship is like flying over and and Superman's like dead. But th- this is fairly new because he's actually on the DC uh set, you know, where uh in the the Christopher Nolan Batman films. Where he goes into the little bat cave and has like all those tile lights and stuff where he's like, you know, where uh, Michael Caine's like, some men want to watch the world burn. And like he's talking like that. That's where he's you know, saying the movie stuff. He's sitting in the chair. And and I also watch uh, his wrestling isn't wrestling video because that fucking video rules. <laughs> I, like,
3: I must have seen that like 10 times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, where, where he talks about Triple H's fucking uh, character arc. Which is funny because, you know, he's like this, you know, New Englander and then turns into like this coward because he's part of DX and then becomes a fucking corporate shill at the
3: end. (laughs) I still all the time will say, like, if there's like a snake in a video game or something, I'll still be like, I'm a fucking fucking snake. snake. (laughs) (laughs) I still say it all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I, I watched that. I played a little bit of Hogwarts Legacy um, because I've been having a lot of headaches lately, so I can't, like, sit down and play a, a video game um, without being, a weird being,
0: explanation like, to explain yeah. why you play
2: that
1: game. No well, no, no, I...
0: I played, I played Hogwarts because I fucking hate my stuff and my head hurts, so I, I did wizarding. <laughs> Wh- Something something transphobia headache. (laughs) My my head hurts. My back hurts. I'm on my trans period, so I'm getting my head hurts
1: My head
4: hurts.
2: My My back hurts.
3: (laughs) My Uh, my name Uh, is Road
2: Dog, and my thing is, uh, I spell my name. name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm X Fuck. My thing is, I'm X X (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Cross your eyes.
1: uh
3: My sledgehammer.
2: I, I, I'm, Slyther,
1: I'm Slytherin uh, by the way um because Sluttering is a badass tonight I, I,
0: are, I we all, to, are we all just eventually gonna play it and pick different houses or no oh. no uh, no I regard
2: Harry Potter like how I regard Naruto I don't, I don't participate in it well <laughs> Harry Potter shit
0: anyway but Naruto you, you need to get down we'll, we'll get there in a minute no I'm gonna be preaching don't that sermon for a while. It. Yeah. Only nerds who. Thanks for watching, everybody. Watch. Click. <laughs> yeah, only nerds watching Naruto. Bye. There's our show. Goodbye. Yeah, There's and, hopes Dreams for flying away.
1: Oh my God! It's a bird. It's, it's a video exclusive. Uh, <laughs> it's a bat.
0: That's what
2: Penguin does. That's what Danny DeVito does when he makes the bat. He goes. Eh, 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 and Batman returns.
1: Yeah, but, but uh, um, I guess I'll talk about the Flash movie. Um, because I think we're we'll all talk about the... Batman the
3: ten- Returns. Returns. He returns again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's all anybody cares about. <laughs> he re-returns. That's all I've seen.
3: Uh, no one is like, oh, a new Flash movie. They're all like, oh, fucking Batman's in it again. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not, uh, just,
3: they should have just made a fucking Batman movie. They should have. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: <sighs> it, it, it's funny because, like you're right because a lot of people are just like okay i don't really care about the flash but michael keaton fucking batman rule like they don't even give a shit about like batfleck like batfleck is in there
3: i i saw a couple mm-hmm. people be like oh fucking ben Affleck's back like he never yeah. left or something
2: <laughs> that's just uh um oh what the hell's his name that's just zach snyder fucking diehards that won't, won't uh, let it go but so, because- so-
0: Hear me out on this. They won't do it because swerves in movies aren't just don't happen. I think the last time I saw anything that got me like this and it didn't go well, it was negative. It was like the second GI Joe movie, which again those movies were. Eh. <laughs> but whenever they just kill off the uh, the main character and they're like, now you're gonna like the Rock. You're just gonna you're gonna like the Rock the rest of the spoiler. If you've not watched the second GI Joe movie,
1: yeah, or, don't fucking yeah. watch it.
0: Yeah, it's not worth it. It's kind of a turd. But anyway, uh, what if? The whole Flash thing, ten minutes into the movie, he resets everything, fucks it all up, and then he just fucking gets killed. And they even like self-aware acknowledge it and just put up a logo. The Flash logo disappears. They put up the Batman logo, and it just becomes a Batman movie.
3: Well, apparently he's Sweet. in it twice, right? Because it's like two flashes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: There's They're there, there there
2: sipping over the Supergirl, or the other one was the, the that's Norcia right, version. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> also, that that's weird because he's like. Filming her and the other guy's like what are you Doing Barry which is first Of all it's weird to call him that and Then he says what he says Our kids want to see this What it's yeah he's like
2: I'm saving this for our kids that want to see this. Like, it's like just the way already... he
3: says it. It sounds like the two of them are gonna have a kid. It's, it's so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but like, what? Now did you say it? That, is, that makes me. That, that happens in Flashpoint?
0: That's a, yeah, yeah. They have the sex flash, with each other.
3: Yeah, the two flashes have a baby flash. Yeah,
0: yeah it's the Speed Force flash. is actually a. Yeah, the Speed Force is a bed. I don't know if you knew this. It's actually it's a it's a bed for the sexy times. Okay, so, <laughs> so viciously hey, masturbating was weird. And it stood travel. out to me. Yeah,
3: oh, it's strange.
2: So, what's reverse flash if the speed force is a bed? What is he?
1: I don't know.
0: The back scene of a car when you're parked behind a Wendy's because that's the last place it's sexy to have sex, but you'll still do it. It's dirty. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe. I I could like, bring
0: Oh, they're still probably worse. That's what yeah. else you watch. What else you play? Yeah, let's
1: move yeah. on. We're... No, that's all I do. I, I'm like, good. I I, I a headache. I, I want to <laughs> talk about, like, after you guys talk about what you guys have been watching, playing, or doing, I want us all to discuss Nintendo Direct. So I'll wait and see you guys talk about it. I hate, your... I hate
2: I, Nintendo. They I, suck.
1: My dad's Nintendo. I'll fucking get you banned. They don't uh, make and... any games I like. <laughs> <laughs> andy what the hell you been watching playing or doing or if you I have any news as well
3: uh no news i've been working on silent hill 2 uh i pirated poker night at the inventory because steam won't sell it anymore uh, well telltale games made it and the the rights to it lapsed do you guys know what poker night at the inventory is by the way no
1: i, I watched you play it
3: i can't believe how under the uh, under the under the uh radar these games flew because there's two of them It's literally just a poker game. You're just playing Texas Hold'em. But you play yourself, the player, and you go to this secret underground poker club and you play poker against Strong Bad from Homestar Runner, uh, the Heavy Weapons Guy from Team Fortress 2, um, Max from Sam and Max, what? and Tycho from Penny Arcade. And they're all voiced by their... Appropriate people because these are games that uh, Valve and Telltale Games made and they like partnered up on this. And originally, you could play it and unlock stuff in all their respective games, but th- that doesn't work anymore unless you already owned the game and they won't sell to you. So that's why it's abandonware and you can get it free on Archive.org right now. By the way, go do it. It's a very good poker game, but they like they banter constantly and they all talk in character to each other, which is hilarious. And then they made a second one, which I haven't played yet. I'm trying to get my bang for my buck, which I didn't pay for, out of Poker Night at the Inventory (laughs) 1. But in 2, you're playing poker against Claptrap from Borderlands, Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. Um, (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Sam from Sam and Max. I can't remember who the fourth one is, but the dealer is GLaDOS from Portal as well in the second one. So... Mm. It's again. It's just everyone's in character, and they all have the right voice actors. They're just, I don't, it, game's hilarious. You can get it for free because it's abandonware. I highly recommend it. Uh, I played that. I streamed some of it too, and Dubs watched. Um, let's see. Uh, after Nintendo Direct, they said they put some of them in their Game Boy games on my Switch, so I've been playing Wario Land three. Somehow, I've played every Wario Land except three, despite the fact that I own it. I think complete in box because I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I gotta interrupt you. really Corey. fun.
3: huh?
0: I got I got to interrupt you. I, I'm kind of surprised you forgot it, but uh, it's Ash Williams from Evil Dead.
3: That's it. That's right. It's Ash Williams from Evil Dead what?
0: is the last one. Yeah. So Bruce, so Bruce Campbell is, I, although I don't know if in the game, did Bruce Campbell voice Ash Williams? No, Bruce
3: Campbell does not voice Ash Williams in the games, but they mm. do get the guy who voiced him in the video games to voice him in this video game. Which is
4: really
3: yeah. weird. <laughs> so, no. like, if that's a level of consistency I wouldn't hold them to, but I'm glad they did it. Yeah, we got that other guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Poker Night of the inventory, fantastic. Go get it before some douchebag makes them take it down. Um, But yeah, I've been playing Warrior Line 3. They gave a lot of fun. And I hate to say this because I know a lot of Warrior Line purists would get angry at me. I'm having more fun playing 3 than I did 4. And 4 is supposed to be like, the pinnacle of Wario style design. It, it, have you guys played the Wario Land games? No. Not enough. I've they're, only I've only played
0: four, so it's funny that you say that. I don't have never played. They're
3: games. completely different than like a Mario game because in a Mario game you mm-hmm. just go left or right, you get as many coins as you can, you stomp on Goombas, you get to the end, and you either fight Bowser or save Peach or do whatever. Uh, in Wario Land, it's like you're exploring, kind of like like a, like you would in a Metroidvania. It's like you can go up or down or left or right. You're going all over. And you're collecting treasure, and when you collect a treasure, you jump out of the level and o- to an overworld map, just like in, say, Mario Brothers 3. So it has the overworld map, like Mario Brothers 3, but each level is like a teeny tiny Metroid. Hmm. And, I don't know, it's just, it's a really cool design, and for some reason Nintendo completely abandoned it. But now there's people making... Wario Land likes like uh Pizza Tower and the Anton games. A uh, Pizza Tower, I was actually watching some of the stream, it looks really fun. But uh yeah, Wario Land 3 has been great, and uh I love that they put Game Boy games on the Switch because I was like, What am I gonna play on my Switch while I play Silent Hill 2 on my big TV? Because I like to have something to play like in bed or at my girlfriend's house or on the toilet or whatever. Uh yeah, it's gonna be Game Boy Games now. I'm really excited about that. Um I also played uh, Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit, which is a fan-made recreation of the Game Gear game in the style of the Genesis games. Uh, It's really good. (laughs) I'm really
2: surprised.
3: I I downloaded that and I haven't played it yet, so I've had it for like a month. I decided to finally give it a shot. And the only thing I don't like about it is they're very indulgent about adding plot stuff. Like in the Game Gear game, you kind of got to read the manual to understand what the hell's going on, but in the in the 16-bit version, there's like a whole prelude about what happened at the end of Sonic 3, and some stuff happens with Robotnik, and it just alludes to Knack slash Fang, whatever you want to call him being there and it's cool but there's a lot of it and like i said it just seems kind of indulgent but it's a fan made game like you know i didn't make it they did and they did a wonderful job the music's great the gameplay's great i'm having a lot of fun with it so far and again uh, it's something free that you can just download so i recommend it uh play it with a controller though i tried to like do the keyboard thing just to test oh. it out fuck that a waste of time don't oh. bother use a controller um <laughs> and then i uh i don't know why i did this but i watched private parts the howard stern movie <laughs> what? I, it was on amazon and i I like what was i doing i think i, I was doing the dishes and i was i put something on the computer fuck it i pulled up amazon and that was on there and it had been on my watch list for a while because a podcast i listened to talked about it i was like i've never seen the movie maybe i should see it and uh i watched it it's okay it's fine <laughs> 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 like parts of it parts of it were funny and parts of it were very dated so and yeah, whatever um, is, that
1: the, is that the biopic that's played by howard stern in yeah own- he, he plays
3: himself yeah. <laughs> yeah he plays himself robin quivers plays herself a bunch of people play themselves
1: it's funny because i remember that marketing like always doing a biopic you know I, ma-
3: I imagine living in new york at the time you probably got an full of it all the time oh yeah it
1: was everywhere fucking billboards fucking tv and shit yeah, it, was- it was crazy
3: I don't know, but yeah, the movie's pretty funny. Like, it's okay. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, then I did watch something I was passionate about, because what I was looking for is Clarkson's Farm was supposed to come out. It wasn't out yet that day. Now it's out. I'm watching Clarkson's Farm. Um, It's season two of it, and I think everyone has something that they're into, and none of their friends are into it, and they don't harbor any hope that any of them ever will be. For me, it's Clarkson's Farm. It's just Jeremy Clarkson on a farm in Britain and it's, it's to me it's hilarious. I love the show to death. I like that guy
2: enough that I would watch it. I just haven't tried.
3: Yeah, it's 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 the kind of thing like I think a lot of people just like me finished uh, Grand Tour and they're like, God damn, what am I going to watch now? Our Man in Japan, uh, maybe. And then Clarkson Farm came out and it's a really well-made show and it's well-edited and funny and it's interesting too. Like I'm kind of learning about rural farming in Great Britain watching it. So uh, it's a great show. If you watch the first season, the f- second season's out and they aren't market, they aren't doing any marketing for it pretty much at all in the United States. So you are just going to have to know from me or someone else that it's out.
1: Well, it's funny because like, remember the whole, we talked about it on the show, like he's getting canceled, but it's like,
3: it- apparently according to him, that was blown out of proportion. He says they're still on track to release more stuff and they they are filming season 3 of Clarkson's Farm now and apparently Amazon is interested in ordering a fourth season. So I guess a bunch of people reported that he has been canceled and I guess it, that wasn't the case at
1: all. Well, that's that's what they're doing now cuz like uh uh cause like Hollywood's kind of like doing a turn now where like they're not caring about what people are thinking about canceled wise. Because remember, like, the reporting, like, oh, he's going to get fired after 2025, which his contract is ends. Like, he's not really getting fired. Just like the the one of the night hosts, the, the fat guy who does, like, the karaoke shit. I forgot his name. James something. <laughs> um, oh, James Corbin. Yeah, James Corbin. like karaoke said, guy. He said something, yeah. and, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to get rid of him after his contract is done. It's like, you're not firing. So, like, you're just doing your job. So, like, that's the new thing in Hollywood is, like, if you ever get canceled, they're just going to wait until after the contract to fire, which is good because you're not supposed to avoid a contract. A contract is a contract.
3: Yeah. There's there's still talk about Grand Tour, I guess, maybe is going to end because of stuff with, with his public image and also James May's health. But James May just announced a new season of Our Man In. I think it's going to be Our Man in the USA. So he's obviously still making shows. so What's the fucking problem? Mm-hmm. so I don't, know, I don't know what's going on there but the uh, Clarkson farm is great and i recommend it and if you don't want to watch it i guess i can't blame you that's all i've got
1: <laughs> all right uh anything else
3: I, I i wanted to talk about the nintendo direct in general but i can wait until at very least Chaz goes okay the that is
2: back you're up um I've been, I've been watching a few different things uh lately I, i've been watching uh courage cowardly dog again
4: <laughs> nice
2: off and on great cartoon for my uh my that came out when i was uh in middle school but i still watched cartoons because i didn't give a shit what anybody thought about me
4: <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> i'm not gonna let anybody tell me what i can do um it's just a great example of like nineties cartoons. I'm going to call it one because it came out in 99. Uh, but it's weird because it has like all these things about it that make it stand out from other ones back then. Like the weird dark humor it has, uh, the various monsters are all gross or creepy looking, whatever the, the thing is that's, that's bothering them that episode. Uh, and all the effects, like there's like, the show is littered with, like, the ground is, like, some old, uh like, computer-generated, like, a texture map of, like, somebody shot the ground and made that, like, the, the, the texture of the ground in the show.
3: They and, did a lot of super cool experimentation in that show.
2: Yeah, there was, like, some, mm-hmm. some CGI in there, all kinds of stuff. And it, it makes the show have, like, a really unique look. It's cool. And it's, like... I don't know. I don't think they've ever said we're going to remake Courage the Cowardly Dog, but I'm sure somebody's talked about it. I'm like, you can't do that because it's it's part of the, the show's appeal is that it's kind of like weird and old looking. <laughs> um, I've also watched, uh, watched the new Backrooms videos that came out by Kane Pixels. Uh, cool stuff. This one gets more into like some of the background of like the Async company that's running the experiments in the, the, the Backrooms um also just a little little brief shot of news here a24 picked him up to uh make a backrooms movie that they're going to produce yeah so that's gonna (laughs) fucking kick ass
1: (laughs) by the way uh i i love the backrooms but then there's like some fucking like horror snobs and all that stuff they're just like Man, people in fucking 2023 are afraid of wallpaper because, like, in the back rooms, it's just, you
4: know... It's not...
2: That they're, they're missing the point. They don't fucking understand it. And they're purposefully doing it. Mm-hmm. So, they're just trying to be fucking edgy or some shit. Uh, that's great. I'm real happy for that guy because I think he's, like, what, 18 now or something? That's insane to think about. Uh, I watched Barbarian... I know it came out like in like October or something, but I was busy watching other stuff, uh, other horror movies at the time. Oh, yeah, I have my, true. I have my own schedule. I don't really like it's weird. I did watch, although I did watch Hulu Hellraiser that, that came out, but whatever. The Hulu Hellraiser. Uh, no, it's called Hulu Hellraiser. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Barbarian was pretty good. Uh, I think I would have rather watched it than Hulu Hellraiser. Um. I don't want to get into the plot of it. You can't really talk about horror movie plots anyway that much. But uh, But some girl girl rents an Airbnb and then there happens to be some other guy already in the house. And it looks like it's in a weird, bad neighborhood. Uh, And
3: they end up sharing it. And some stuff happens after that. (laughs) I can't believe you would indulge in horror media in February. It's disgusting. It's all year round for me. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that because I've been playing Silent Hill too. He a har- yeah.
1: He's a hardcore horror legend.
3: And I go yeah, and I go hardcore in, in October.
2: Well, I pregame in September, and then I I go hard in October, and then I post game in November. For and then companies. you hair the dog in
3: November. That's right. Yeah, yeah there
2: it is. <laughs> uh, I also watched uh, Top Gun, the original Top Gun, uh, 1986, because uh, I watched Maverick like a month or so ago, and I was like it's been several years since I saw the original. So I feel like I need to watch it again, just so I can refresh my memory. And I would have got more of the callbacks and stuff. If I, if I watched it before Maverick, because I missed a lot of them,
4: Mm -hmm. uh,
2: still good. Still holds up good. Classic eighties movie.
1: By the Uh, way, I want to bring this up because it involves Tom Cruise. Uh, They're doing this thing now where like they're shoving cameras and faces of directors and actors because Before, I think it was, like, James Cameron and someone else talking about, like, Avatar and stuff and, like, I don't know, boosting whatever someone's ego. Now, like, Steven Spielberg is saying to fucking Tom Cruise, like, oh, you saved Hollywood. Like, it's so, like, it seems staged now at this point where they're just, like, having these candid fucking responses and stuff. Which, I, which by the way, I agree with Steven Spielberg. I think the Maverick thing did kind of save face of hollywood a little bit as far as entertainment wise
2: they were having a bunch of flops and putting out shit that nobody really cared about that was bringing them back to theaters yeah that one did Mm -hmm. so i don't know what else you could say about that uh let's see what else i played i'm I'm still playing some games uh i'm i'm knocking some things down so i can go do what i want uh eventually (laughs) Because I'm trying... I'm, I'm still sticking hard to that uh, thing where if I start a game, I finish it. I, I, tr- I try not to do that anymore. just start things and not finish them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I beat RE2 on N64. And so I unlocked the randomizer thing. I'm not going to play it with the randomizer right now, right off the bat. I'm going to do that later sometime. Uh, I tried playing 4th Survivor and beating it. It's it's hard as fuck on the regular game, too.
4: But
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and let's see. I started playing Gotham Knights again after I let it fall by the wayside back in October. Um, it's I'm still having an okay time with it, but I got to my first boss fight, which is like Mr. Freeze. And then I think I've hit a roadblock here because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm uh higher than the required level to do this part. Uh, that's, that's another thing you got to remember about this game. It's kind of like an, a little bit of an action RPG,
4: hmm.
3: uh,
2: but I can't beat Mister Freeze. <laughs> Wh- so Why? I don't, I don't know what to do. It's like I tried as hard as I could, and I only got. Did, to, did got you try m-
3: chilling out? I mean, <laughs> no, I play, no, I,
2: I was playing Red Hood, and he has no chill. So. Oh, there you go. That's the problem. <laughs> but, um, I I knocked a quarter of his health Hell out, on boy. I just couldn't fucking do anymore.
3: And I'm like, have you tried uh, going on the internet and seeing how other people do it? Cause that's my strategy.
2: Well, what I was getting ready to say is I don't think you can do it without somebody else's help. Oh, it's gotta, co-op. up. Yeah. I think you okay. might have to co-op this or I'm just going to have to grind the fuck out of my levels and gear and then go back and whip his ass. I, gotta I don't re- really, huh?
1: I got to re up my uh, PlayStation plus and then maybe I'll join you. Cause I do have the game. If you remember
2: there you go. Yeah, that's right. I got a couple of friends that have it, so I was gonna see if somebody maybe wanted to try to play it. But give yeah. some Batgirl. Sorry, you can't. You can't do that no. because I have a I have more uh, cachet in the the comic book area. So you're gonna have to like uh acquiesce. You you need to like let me pick her. Or I like I'll my pick.
1: Barbara Gordon crippled anyway.
2: oh uh, yes. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and that's all, that's all I've done so far.
4: (laughs)
1: All right, Chaz, you're up.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. So it's funny. You mentioned the whole thing about playing a game and not like starting it and quitting immediately. Well, I, I played and started like five games this week and, and then you try to be
3: like, I didn't have anything else to do. So I went ahead and decided to start, uh, Stranger whatever. In the game. Yeah, no, I want to <laughs> get
0: to it. So, so, uh, well, I just got back from vacation, and uh, then we had my daughter's birthday party um, Saturday, and uh, I did do, uh, you'd be proud of me, I did a 450 splash in a foam pit, Yeah, and I attempted to do a shooting star press. It uh, did not go well. Uh, I did get some air, but I did not get enough rotation, and I ended up like Mario from the N64 when he falls in the sand or the snow. Just straight vertical, legs are flailing in the air, and I'm stuck, and people had to come help get me out. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't think anyone got it on video, so I don't have that for you, but yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, well, that- one of our mutual friends was there. He saw it, he thought it was pretty funny, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, as far as actual like gaming and, and shows, uh, n- no other shows other than The Obvious will be... Uh, keeping up with them in Naruto, I'm uh, like episode uh, I don't think I'm at 300 to see, I think I'm like 298 or something, um, but uh, this show kicks ass. I It I, I might be at the point now where it's just like obvious I'm just still watching it, but I might just wait, stop saying I'm watching it until I finish it and actually do something with it where I talk about it, because there's, there's actually a lot of good that I've picked up from the show that relates to to life. I don't know. I, I've really enjoyed watching it. and Are you I'm, talking about Naruto? Definitely recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Naruto. i knew I it, said it he's, was Naruto. He was poetic,
2: getting all philosophical, but Naruto's really deep, man. It's, it's got a lot of, lot of shit in it. I'm learning
0: that sometimes
3: you really do gotta believe it, man.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: well, anyway. You gotta, you I, gotta have
2: the, the Naruto shirt where he's eating a bowl of ramen.
0: You have to have that now. All oh, the Ichiraku yeah. one. No, I I need it, but I don't have it. I do have the one. Uh, it's his uh it's like one of the other characters in the show. It has like the dog that's always there. I have a T-shirt that has like the dog in like the pocket. Uh, that's that's the extent of my Naruto merchandise so far. Mm-hmm. I don't have. You're anything. not getting the jacket. I don't I don't have a jacket or anything yet. I said you yeah. Get- I mean, my hair's yeah. growing out. I I might get the fucking headband. I'm I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it's trademarked yet it probably totally is but i think the other day i'm going to trademark the term pokekage uh and oh. and, and then i'm just going to make my own version of a headband with like a pokeball symbol that's like made and altered to look like one of the village symbols and there was your uh,
3: twitch branding right there
0: oh no i it's no, we're not done i'm, I'm, I'm that's it i'm going to switch it up i like to change names every year or two anyway fine. keep going
1: Fucking Chaz is going to go to tournaments like fucking Roman Reigns and just be like, acknowledge me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's the problem, though. He gets
0: acknowledged. It causes some kind of controversy every time. Yeah, I do get acknowledged, yeah, one way or the other, whether it's by people or security. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I think from now on, we're just going to make a standing rule that I, I am still watching Naruto. I'm still deep in the Nindo way. When I get done, I'll finally talk about how I want to jerk off the show and how great it is. so' They're already on. a
3: PokeKage. kage. They yeah, have a I, YouTube and an Instagram and a Pinterest. Yeah. And a you're, gonna so, ha-
2: you're gonna have to kill that guy and eat him, have him. To kill that that's guy, that's the way that works.
3: Yeah, you're gonna have to well, kill him and take his YouTube. How about, oh, yeah. oh he's, only got, find, he's only got he's uh, two thousand subscribers. You can take him.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I can take him. I can just come up with something else and just combine it with
3: kage you know, man. Else.
0: Kagimon? Oh, Kagimon's good. That's actually, yeah, that's legit. Kagemon's People good. People just
3: be like, Cagemon? What's that? <laughs> yeah, Cagemon.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cagemon you- sounds like a really shitty Digimon that they just like ran out of names. Like, fucking, what if we put the devil in a cage? Cagemon! These, these uh, ones are
3: ghosts or balls or some shit. I don't know. Who cares?
2: Yeah. Gated an enthusiasts.
3: And, and if you believe in your <laughs> friends, you might win. That's the plot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. so uh, other than I haven't watched anything else really um, nothing I can think of other than Bluey but I, you, I have intentionally tried just to just avoid not talking about Bluey on here because it is the epitome of if you're not a parent you'll not understand but it is like the greatest parenting show ever <laughs> but I don't need to go there it is what it is yes I like the way my own shit smells I'll move on uh <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet, I, I've already beaten it, but I just like post game stuff. I just a little bits here or there, but that's it. Um, so we've been talking about the Nintendo stuff. I'm really excited about the Game Boy stuff. Uh, I uh, briefly uh, like tinkered around, just looking at what was available, and then my uh, brother was over, and we actually just played a long ass game of Mario Party 2, just because uh, I I always forget to like the old Mario Party games. As long as fuck. They, like, the first two three games, they didn't give you an option to play a short game. You just had to choose: do you want to play uh, forever or eternity? Um, but we, we had a fun time playing the computer. Uh, we even though we had the comm set on normal, they beat our ass. <laughs> uh, but it, again, this, this games are like an inevitability of how you can just be a scumbag and try to win. But both of us just had fun playing, so I enjoyed that. I um, also played uh, Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance. I can't that's remember great. the the name. It's Mario Kart something. Is it Mario Kart Advance? Advance Circuit or something like yeah,
4: that. Advance so, Circuit,
0: that's it. It's like it's not as simple as oh we just put Advance in front of it and we're cool. But uh but yeah I played it. It was fun. Um got uh the other thing that was big was the uh I love the fucking shadow drop of Metroid Prime. So Metroid Prime I fucking loved this game when it came out. It was one of my favorite GameCube games if not my favorite one. Uh, it was the first Metroid game I'd ever played. And then, of course, I went back and played Super Metroid, which is like, oh yeah, jerk off, it's the greatest game ever. Uh, but uh, Metroid Prime in itself is an awesome, fantastic game, uh, and it's desperately needed a remaster. And they came out of nowhere and like, come out with this news, yeah, we're going to remaster the trilogy and make it available, but we're going to go ahead and drop the first one now. I was seeing a lot of stuff
3: about it being remastered. Uh, Like they didn't pull any punches on that remaster. Like it looks really good. And I I was seeing like little things about it. People were like, look, okay, this is how hard they remastered this game. It's raining. It's raining in a scene. And, and, Samus is just looking straight forward and the raindrops are hitting the arm cannon and rolling off the side. And the guy says, okay, now watch this and points up at the sky and the rain, the way it's falling off the arm cannon changes to like roll. Like, I mean, they like, they could have just made it, uh, 16 by nine. 60 frames per second. And called it, called it a day, but no, I guess they like, I guess, uh, I was listening to the insert credit podcast and they said that there are rumors that it was done in the first draft of the Metroid Prime 4 engine as a test. And they were like, well, we're this far. Let's let's fucking release this. And they, like, polished it up and put it out. That's why it looks, like, so outstanding, graphically speaking. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I'll go ahead, Dubs.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, a lot of people are just like, it's. it looks better than some Switch games. <laughs> and
0: I'm like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does, actually. I know, legit. It, it really does. Than most. It looks better than some games on Xbox or PlayStation. Like yeah, no, legit, I, The stuff it, I was seeing it from it looks, it looks like. Oh, absolutely. And I have a, because uh, I'm all Gucci-like, I have the, uh, the, the Ultra HD, whatever, Pro, Switch Pro bullshit or whatever. Uh, I can't remember the name of it is now. But uh, on that screen oh, as well sick. as on my television, yeah, the OLED. Thank you. I, I can't remember what it was called. Whenever they were like, hey, we're going to also make a next-gen console. And then they just said, we made it a little bigger. The Screens brighter. Ah,
3: fuck you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Rainbow bright Switch. But uh, but it does look beautiful on, the, uh, on there. And it looks phenomenal on a large TV. However, the thing that really sticks out is that it does that. But there's no big frame rate dropping. Like, this game plays smooth as fucking butter. On top of the fact that there's so much detail to how things move. Like, one of the things about this game that was so groundbreaking before uh, was, you know, they, they blew everyone's mind with all over doing first person and whatnot. But was so cool is you can see your own reflection whenever certain things happen. Or, uh, and, and it's just that detail. It, it's, it's not so much all oh, I can do one thing. It's just the detail and what they were trying to push boundaries for back when the GameCube had come out. But they ma- managed to polish that and really stay true to making sure that the graphical detail is still there, the physics are still there. They could have taken the easy way out, but they totally didn't, and it's awesome. It, it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I, uh, I'm not uh, very far, but that being said, like it's it's wonderful. I can't wait to keep playing through it because I love that game.
3: I spent years flip-flopping all the time about whether or not I wanted to play that game at all, and uh, now that there's a remaster, you guys won't shut up about how good the original one was and i was uh i guess i could have talked about this and stuff that i watched but i watched um a twitch stream of tim rogers playing it on the action button twitch and he would not shut the fuck up about what a fantastic game it was and oh, it might be one of the best games ever made and sometimes he mm-hmm. does stuff like tongue-in-cheek but he was being serious and i was like oh, fuck i have to play this goddamn game it's, No, it's, it's and they there. made it only 40 dollars. thank god like yeah oh that
1: was what you're gonna say I was going to say, like, a lot of people, you know, that are used to Metroid and Super Metroid usually give a shit because it's first person and all that stuff. And I will say, like, even on GameCube, like, I fucking hated the controls on GameCube. I was like, I, I like this game a lot. But Apparently, the this it... new
3: one has, like, eight control schemes you can use. Yes. Yeah, it fixed it. Yeah,
1: And I, I'm excited for it. I'm... It's one of my favorite Nintendo franchises. Like my top three are obviously uh, Star Fox, uh, Metroid, and then uh, Mario. So
3: that's something else oh. they went balls to the wall on remastering this with. I when I was watching Tim Rogers play it, he was futzing around with all the control options, and you can like turn auto aim on and off, or you can have it like kind of half on. Mm-hmm. But there's a control scheme that's basically the Splatoon control scheme. It's like in Splatoon. Mm-hmm you can move the control to kind of fine tune mm-hmm. where you're pointing the gun. You can turn yep. that on in Metroid now. So yeah. if, if someone has only been playing, like, you know, someone who's younger, it w- wasn't playing games when the first one came out, they've been playing Splatoon for years. They can come over to Metroid and just turn on the Splatoon control style. And just about you're mm-hmm. you're Metroiding.
0: It's like going back, like thinking about it. If anyone ever said that Metroid Prime, like the original was their favorite game of all time. I wouldn't argue with them about it or they said it claimed to them was, it was the best game ever because to me, the only real flaw that game had was we were still in that growing pain stage of figuring out how to use a 3d camera with dual stick. Like that was the only thing that, right, that sorta, it was sort of clunky. Like,
3: look, 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 there's, there's something wrong with that. Uh, halo came out two months later. Mm-hmm. I am just saying, like it came out and Halo, they figured it out. That's all
0: that's part of why oh, like yeah, but, the, okay, the but what else what the fuck else was out that was like Halo at that time? Why didn't they, they fix the controls they,
2: after Halo came out? They did. They didn't
3: though. Yeah,
0: 2020 <laughs> they did just last week when they released this game. Yeah,
4: there you
2: go. <laughs> uh, I, I did I, a week ago. Where have you been? The typical I, yeah, Nintendo faction, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And,
1: and they kind of fixed it when they released it out on the Wii, I think. Cause...
3: Yeah. They, they added yeah. like a twin stick solution to it and mm-hmm. no one like talked about it. Like everyone just kind of pretends that game doesn't exist. I think a part of the reason is because it costs like $200 or something, but I imagine oh, yeah. that's about to change drastically.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that'll change the, the, the trilogy itself was really good on Wii, and they fixed that, but they also had the motion control stuff, which I, I wasn't the best, biggest fan of. Well, the trilogy itself is, is good, but it's a good option to have for other people to play. That's why but, no one
3: talks about it. They added motion control. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, they added yeah. twin-stick control too. That's what you wanted, right? But no one Right,
0: no one, no it. one wants it. That, so that being said, looking back at the game itself, like if playing it then had that had that, it, it would be hard to argue that game would not have been received as a 10 out of 10. That being said, uh, I mean, the game itself even now stands up. The, the plot is great. The element of it that's really that is a big thing is, again, it's, it's still a Metroid game. It's just rather than being in the scope of the 2D environment, you have this full-scale open environment, and you have to find the obstacles and figure out where you go back to, but you're, there's also this whole extra element of scanning everything around you. Now, some people find that to be cumbersome, but I love that because you can explore, you pick up bits of lore. You're almost like you're playing as a scientist almost in a way or uh, or someone who's now canvassing out these new worlds that you're going to. Um, and I, I always liked that as a kid. I, so the nostalgia maybe for the game itself plays out. Um, again, I'm not going to – I'll stop jerking off the game. It's great. If you've never played it, definitely play it this way because they've perfected it. But
1: Oh, she's not the, trans. Can't jerk her off. I mean, maybe. I don't know.
0: Uh, it, that only that matters. You you, you could be fucking like, attack helicopter and jerk off. That's that's Man, you're true. You have genitals, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> sorry. Super so you sorry. A, do the, the old Roman Reigns bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, I also have played uh, about an hour ish of Hogwarts. Um, oh shit! Here we go. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. You too fucking far. bigot. No, I just kidding. Uh yeah, I went I went Ravenclaw because that's the uh, a house I've always you went like about I didn't Greek. think you
3: chose. Like I was watching an yeah. OD plays of it, and they like yeah, actually put the sorting hat on the character and like oh.
0: after yeah. the lore the crypts, from Harry Potter, I mean. you you there you always have a choice. That's the whole oh. point in the lore. They, so that's the fun part of one of the little details of it, is like it gives you basically a personality test. Like, and you can, and they kind of suggest this is what we suggest you have, but you can deny it and, and basically oh. keep doing it until you get like you can choose what you want. And the whole point of that was like because people would,
3: would, would make you know, throw a fit if they didn't get no, the guy no, no. And they wanted. Well, okay, I well, I mean, that there's they that, definitely but actually, would
0: they'd be like, well, right. I'm not a Slytherin, I'm a good guy for
4: Dory, I'm always hey, a good guy. Just
3: hey,
0: just a calm cool. your tits, calm your tits real quick. Just, they're we're not, we're not we're mine, they're the hypothetical the tits of others yeah hypothetical tits of others so no there's actually a point in the story harry potter was torn between slytherin and gryffindor which are the opposing houses that in in a way slytherin kind of represents bad but it's just again ambition opens the door for corruption or whatever nonsense the point was is that he could have went that way and he even asked about that later on why why didn't he get chosen for slytherin because he could speak uh parcel tongue which is a snake um uh, the snake language. I'm a fucking and, snake.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like a fucking snake. But the reason, <laughs> reason why the reason why he doesn't choose that and he gets G- Gryffindor is because deep down he wanted to be Gryffindor. So the sorting hat takes the person's account, thing into account. So the whole point is that you actually can choose what you need to be, but the, the other idea is like your characteristics and traits tend to lean you toward what house you'd pick anyway. That's kind of the idea. Except for idiots that, that probably have like you know, 30 IQ, and they're like, I'm done to hug Gryffindor, and they're like, you should probably be Hufflepuff, but you can have Gryffindor. Ha ha, Hufflepuff's dumb, but uh, anyway. I uh, <laughs> to be a blood,
2: but deep down I was a crip, I understand. I just want to fucking wand, <laughs> and
1: I want to be Re- Revelo and all that shit. Like, that's yeah. all I care about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just revealing it over and over and just like uh, so. The game itself is fine. I I mean, I'm not too deep into it. It's I mean, it's not Elden Ring, but it, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trolling people. Is this the Dark that. Souls of Harry Potter games? Is this?
2: Can we fucking say that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it, it's been fine so far. It's really easy to pick up and play. The, I do like that the story's unique and it jumps right into the story, which is kind of cool. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not too far, so I can't have too much opinion about it. But more to come, will and I eventually come back to it. So the other game that, oh, go ahead. Someone had, had a gasp. So I, like there was I, a, was, a I was, I was just gonna said. say,
3: like, evolving the story, get it going right away. I was watching the only plays of it, and I was, I had no interest in the game, and I still don't really want to play it or anything. But uh, I was only watching it because they're funny, and I like watching it. And I was like, yeah, okay, this looks fine. Holy shit! And that guy gets like fucking eaten by a dragon. I was like, it's mm-hmm. Harry Potter game. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty brutal. Like, right off the bat, I was like, okay, I guess this is a real game.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it it really picks up. And I think it's neat because, like, I don't think you really need to know. It's just dumb, You you could probably play this without ever watching a Harry Potter film, reading a book or anything, not knowing anything about it and pick this up and just play it as it is, which is kind of nice, but it helps if you do know the lore because there are little bits and callbacks to things. So um, I just, I just hate it because
3: every time you level up, it automatically harasses trans people on Twitter for you.
0: I wish they'd take that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Damn it. Are we going to start calling trans people mudbloods? Is that what's going to happen? No, it didn't stick for interracial couples. No, we're so. not. No. I didn't know if that's a term that's gonna pick up, but okay. It doesn't even make Never sense right. in the context of a Harry Potter story.
3: Like you could call like, you know, somebody who's mixed race that, but it, you'd still be a that, racist scumbag. Well,
0: well that's what that, that's what I just said. It's like it didn't really stick for interracial couples, uh, but yeah, it didn't. Yeah, because yeah. it's from a fantasy children's book. Now, yeah, the whole thing was a thing of racism. Wait, yeah. Are
1: we talking about the one out of ten fucker? No.
0: I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. That review about uh whatever. No, we don't need need to go down that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. move on. I won't talk anymore about Harry Potter. Uh, we are out of time for re- that. Yeah, Expelliarmus. Uh Life is strange. So we were talking about. Uh, the how did you how is actually? It, is that's that, why well?
3: that's exactly why I started asking him. What is the, what one the one
0: was Discussing game. that
3: that review? That's weird. And
0: I just <laughs> love that I had to ask because the stupid kid that I, I was growing up was like, Are you asking like pro LGBT or 90s gay? That's no, yeah, I mean, I to it,
3: it was a reasonable <laughs> distinction, because yeah. unfortunately, just like in film and anything else, both are well-represented, well, not well-represented, they are somewhat represented in gaming, and not like mm-hmm. outrageous and flamboyant and annoying gay, just like mm-hmm. characters who coincidentally are homosexual,
0: and they tell a good story, in, you know, with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that being said, we all agree, like, Life is Strange is probably it, but I'd never played it, but I've always heard really good things about the original game. So I thought, I'll oh, give that a try. I downloaded it and saw that it was free, which is even better. So I was like, yeah, I'll play this. Um, and I played through episode one. Um, and I think it's great. It's in episodes because I think that game is good to play in chunks. It's I hate to put it this way, but it's so different from any game I play because I, I like playing things that are action-based and putting a bunch of thought into how kind of I'm moving around. And it's like reactive type of thing. This is a point-and-click effect. I mean, you're roaming around and you're trying to find things, but there's also this element of being able to go back and and change what you do, but that may affect consequences. And it's kind of neat because you can't just always spam uh, rewinding time or or whatever to go and do what you want. Sometimes, like they tell you, if you rewind time and change this, you can't go back and undo that. You have to just deal with one consequence or another. Um, So, And the other neat thing was I thought I was being thorough, but then at the end of the episode, they kind of go over uh, what you did. And they actually show, like, this percentage of people chose this option versus the other, or this many people missed this or did this. And there was so much shit that I didn't interact with. Like, it was very simple, but had, like, a, apparently had some integral thing it, it changed. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, so now I haven't started episode two yet, but getting into it, it'll be good uh to kinda know it's uh, playing out. But uh so far I've I've enjoyed it, especially for a game. I mean it's this game's eleven ten, eleven years old. Yeah. Like that. It, yeah, it came so, out in
1: twenty fourteen. Like I said it, I, yeah. it, it, it's it's a good game. Like I like when you get to the end, like it, it messes with your fucking emotions throughout the whole fucking <laughs> game itself because so prepare to get your Kleenex if your yeah. your well, emotions I, are Cried oh, I mean, me. I, I, cry
0: I, I, I hate all the emotions the time, in so. games. Screw <laughs> the Disney yeah, yeah, I don't want emotions. Yeah, uh, yeah, I cry during Naruto all the time, so I'm sure I'll, I'll cry during this. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that really though, the only thing I regret is that I know what the ending is. Like, I know what that cho- like, the, what it comes down to, and the and what happens, and what the crux of what makes it so emotional. I'm sure mm. it'll still be good because, of, like, being enveloped in the story and about stuff, the journey, but. Exactly, but it does still suck that I know that's what I'm coming to. Uh, but it's okay. Uh, but that being said, I not that I want to spoil for anyone else that doesn't know. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm hopeful I can try to knock out and, and finish the episodes, and maybe next time talk about is that the remastered
1: one it. on PlayStation? Um,
0: uh, I I don't think
3: I, it is. I think the remastered one is only on Switch, Steam, and maybe PS Five. I saw I don't know I was okay. looking it up trying to figure out what all is it on what's the best way to play it what costs the least what's the, everything else blah, blah, blah. it's on I all mean, on
0: consoles I well if there's a remaster one, maybe I, I should look and see if I'm even, even going to get charged for the ps 5 don't I don't, I don't right? think I have, it's
3: like a metroid style remaster I think it's just they increased it, oh, okay. the increased audio and yeah
0: controls I'm not that worried about it no then, it's not know? it's so,
3: nothing huge from what I was reading
0: yeah, I mean, what I'm playing right now, for it, it, effectively, it's like, oh, yeah, we made The Last of Us, but what if we made The Last of Us for your next-gen console? It's like, no, I don't really want that. Here's yeah, Last I'm of sorry. Us for your next-gen it's, it's console. It's fine now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, but I, it's fine. I, I'm i enjoying the game so far. I want you guys know more as I go on. I, I don't think I had anything else, no other news. Eventually, I'll, I'll convince you all that Naruto is great. I'm gonna write maybe. a book. I assume that, it's good. Every millions of people love it.
3: I just it's, I don't know. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's right shit. And
0: there and there's some there's some chaff to get through, but no, just like any other like long standing <laughs> anime. Some but,
3: chaff. It's like a thousand episodes long. There's a little bit of like.
1: You gotta somewhere. write a book like it had to watch. To be it.
0: honest, uh, the a big a big chunk of the episodes are still during the plot. But I want to write a book eventually. It says arc for maybe a better parent. Believe it. <laughs> That's going to be my <laughs> uh, my title, and I can talk about You'd why make some money. I, I, yeah, I'd hope so. But if, if it didn't, at least some people would read it. I'm like, well, he's not a complete jackass. So, anyway, I'm I'm all done. I got nothing else.
1: Well, I mean, we did talk about uh, fucking Metroid Prime. Uh, so the Nintendo Direct came out. And... Pikmin
3: 4 has a dog. Let's go. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I never really got into Pikmin. So I'm going to go off of what you say, Andy, as far as when you play Pikmin 4.
3: P- Pikmin is... I, I think, I think yeah, I was talking to you guys, and I was like, it's kind of like if Age of Empires and Super Mario Odyssey had a baby. Like, it's got, like, elements from, like, fun, run-around adventure games, but it also has elements from, like, XCOM and Civilization and Age of Empires and, and fucking stuff like that. So, I, yeah. I, it's weird. It's really hard to categorize, but yeah, uh, probably- I have fun with it, but... If you what if you it? just want if you want to run around and have fun, it might not be the game for you. And if you want to control the minutia of like a massive army, it might not be for you. It's it's that perfect center of the Venn diagram for people like me and everyone else Yeah,
0: did you guys ever play the game Overlord?
3: Briefly, no. not much.
0: Okay, I ca- I always get the, the feeling that Pikmin and Overlord were somewhat similar. Like somewhat, like, sort of a little bit of a circle, but there are a couple other added elements to to Pikmin that are different. Again, although largely my experience with Olimar is from playing Smash versus actually playing Pikmin. But I, I played the original a little bit. It's fun. It's it's neat. Interesting, weird world of things you see. Um, and you guys mentioned the dog. So I I didn't watch I'll be honest, I didn't watch the, the full direct. A lot of them just spoiled so I like read about it, but tell me a little more about that. Like this is it actually like live stuff about a pet or they just show he has a dog with him now?
3: What is it? The dog in Pikmin?
0: Yeah. What was what yeah, was that he's about? He's got a dog now.
3: He's got a little alien dog, tiny little Pikmin alien dog, and it oh, does okay. stuff.
0: Yeah. Can, okay. can you pet the dog? Yes,
3: probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> I like that. How that's like a thing in games now. Can like, can you pet the pet? I mean, pet the the pet the dog. You know, but you dog know, dog they always or. say the
3: other stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I know there was other stuff I was excited about from it. Uh. Ghost Trek is getting re-released on the Switch, which is cool, because I've always wanted to play that game. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom still looks cool. Link's got a tractor in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to get <laughs> the simulator. Advanced Wars 1 and 2, because remember that was supposed to come out last year, but because of the Ukraine War,
3: they fucking delayed it. I can't decide if I want to play that or not. Like The gameplay seems like I'd be into it, but I I don't know. I can't decide.
2: Have you ever played the a long time ago on on Game Boy Advance. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I got bored of it because it seemed like, it seemed kind of like I was playing a more simple version of Fire Emblem with
3: less characterization and story. That's what it seemed like. But people always talk about how, like, Mario plus Rabbids is that to XCOM. And I do like that, so I don't know if I would like it.
2: Well, yeah. I also think sometimes people over-exaggerate how good Nintendo games are just because they feel like they have to sometimes.
1: Like Metroid uh, so, Prime? No.
0: So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll defend Advance Wars a little bit. I, I liked it, but I, I would kind of agree with what Zach said. It does get a little repetitive, and there's not as much depth of story as you get in a Fire Emblem. The context of when the game came out and the timing, especially in the U.S., there wasn't a lot of access to Fire Emblem games, if I remember no, correctly, yeah. well, when, when Advance
2: Wars came out, Fire Emblem I think was also already out. Like, I think that well, we I got mean, our I, first we got our first Fire Emblem game around the same time.
0: Yeah, right. So. But like the like the pickup like like there wasn't a lot of people like oh we've got this and it was this huge following. Like to me that I didn't even like other than hearing from the Smash characters, I didn't even know anything about Fire Emblem. And the no, first yeah. one I played was Path of Radiance on GameCube, which is stellar, but Thankfully, Uh, very different than the original.
2: Yeah, thankfully, Fire Emblem picked up more. I'm just going to tell you that, Mm -hmm. like, if you want, if you're like, I think I want to play Advance Wars. I'm going to tell you, no, go play, go play Fire Emblem instead. Oh, yeah, go play the, yeah, go (laughs) play Fire Emblem.
4: And
0: that's kind of where I was leading this to is I, I would say the same thing. I think Fire Emblem was a far superior game in terms of how they've done the story, especially. uh, What was the latest one? Three houses was that it?
3: Yeah, no, engage is yeah. the latest one.
0: Engage is yeah. the one
2: that just came out, though. Oh, yeah. and they the announced more one. DLC
3: for it yeah. during the direct as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Three, Sorry, houses three houses was, was the previous, was the last
0: one. Yeah, it was a few years ago. That that one's really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I would just play a Fire Emblem game if you're thinking in that route. But yeah, yeah. But what else do you guys have as far as the? Well, that, oh covered.
3: uh no one's going to care but uh new sama day amigo that's pretty cool I'm about that
2: <laughs> I was surprised I I was shocked a little bit honestly
3: Yeah that's what a weird thing for Sega has really been experimenting with like their back catalog these last few years and I'm really liking it
2: Yeah other companies maybe consider that <laughs> Yeah maybe do that
3: a little bit
1: Yeah I mean it, it was pretty tame the uh the Nintendo Direct until literally the end where they're just like, hey, Metroid Prime, bam, and then they're just like, Hey, look, now there's an expansion to the uh essentially the virtual console, which is uh Game Boy and Game Boy Advance, which I'm fucking excited for. Um I already tried out uh fucking Link to the Past for Game Boy on there, and it's fucking cool how they have Game Boy where you can play like the different filters i like uh, that a lot too mm-hmm. yeah that's cool yeah so like i automatically because my childhood was always game boy color that that was my first game boy i never got the original
3: oh so something else talking about how nintendo like you know balls to the wall remasters stuff i guess and this is you know obviously, it's a completely different company but um the game boy advance stuff i was reading a thread that someone went into the minutia of like emulation and bullcrap on twitter but When people have emulated Game Boy Advance games for years and years, the color palette's always been wrong because they do a color palette that you would expect for, like, a television screen or uh, other console cores. But that's not the way the actual screen on the Game Boy Advance works. It's, like, a softer color palette. So whenever you would emulate the Game Boy Advance, it would always look wrong. Even, like, Nintendo's own emulated versions of the Game Boy Advance on the Wii U and the Wii looked, like, off. So they built a new emulator from the ground up that displays a unique color palette in a softer color grading, so it looks authentic now when you play Game Boy Advance on the Switch. It's the first time anyone's ever done it. It's just it's it's huh. something really small, but Nintendo actually went out of their way to make sure it was right. Oh, it's cool stuff like that. I like
1: yeah i i mean i i like what they're doing um i know a lot of people get like mad because they're closing the virtual console on i think on wii and ds soon i think march something It's been
3: gone on the wii for a long 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 time
1: i think on the ds they're closing it soon i think march 27th is. oh 11. yeah
3: in the wii u is that what you mean
2: yeah 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 damn 3ds is like 12 years old or something yeah honestly
3: they've kind of kept it going in an adequate amount of time i would think i mean i'd like them to keep it up forever but that's not realistic
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm fine with it it trust me like i have an emulator on my computer that i play games uh that i you know can't get today because the fucking prices are just way overpriced now for retro games
3: yeah no it is always and i'll stand by this forever it is always ethical to steal a game that you cannot buy from the original makers right now
1: always mm. so like them putting this shit on there i was super happy about i'm more of a handheld gamer than actually <laughs> console gamers and stuff so I was i'm exci- becoming one yeah it, so i was excited for that um I mean, in the end. I knew they were going to do Zelda. I mean, people. Are, awesome. That's coming out. And it, it's fucking funny that we're almost there. We have what a couple of months before it's May, and that's
3: just yeah. gonna be. Mm-hmm. I uh, May is not when I thought it would come out. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I want to ask: Is in terms of just games, you're most excited to potentially come out for either Game Boy or Game Boy Advance? Do you guys have like a specific game that's on your wish list? Wario Land Four. I've... Yeah. Um... That's,
3: that's obviously they need to put all the fire emblem ones on there uh mm-hmm. because a way to play them is going to disappear when the when the e-shops close right um,
1: golden sun can't wait yep. golden
3: yeah sun. they said golden sun's coming i've never played it and i've wanted to for a long time
0: yeah golden sun i know this people get super mad because it would drive the price down but at the same time emulators so fuck like them uh it would be great to have uh the uh, pokemon games of the the gba generation the sapphire, oh. Emerald, uh Ruby, uh Fire tr- Red Leaf Green. The trading well, card no,
1: game is coming
0: out too. The trading card game's coming. I mean, I feel like if they're gonna bother mm-hmm. with the trading card
3: game at all, then why not the other stuff? I saw an mm-hmm. interesting there was a conversation between uh Derek from Stop Skeletons and uh someone else about whether or not uh they would add I mean this this seems outrageous, but who knows? add transfer pack support because they have both the n64 and the game boy on the Switch oh now. oh
0: my yeah <laughs>
3: i mean so how amazing saying, would that be
0: so what you're saying is i could play online and actively trade pokemon with people and then when i get my pokemon built to a certain level i can then transfer pack and use it on pokemon stadium on the right. n64 yeah, my dream is complete i have finally beat you too
3: in in addition <laughs> uh both mario <laughs> tennis and mario golf have characters and content locked behind the transfer pack. A lot of people just mm-hmm. don't really realize it because a lot of people when they were kids, you know, they didn't have all this stuff. But if you mm-hmm. have uh, Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color and the N64 and the transfer pack, you can put it in the transfer pack and it unlocks a whole nother golfer. And I think a course, I can't remember. I think it unlocks the final course from the Game Boy Color game in the N64 game for you. Like oh, stuff, cool. like, there's stuff like that. Like they should just... Mm-hmm put all the content in there. Which, by the way, huge kudos to Nintendo. Um, uh, Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3, is one of the games that's on the Game Boy Advance um, emulation on the Switch, and it has all the e-cards unlocked in it, which is great. Oh, that's for the long, cool. For the longest time, the only way to do it was to either actually get the physical cards, which is, like, fucking impossible, or um, get... I think there was an emulated version on like the original Wii, which has been delisted. So mm-hmm. now that they've done that, you can do that instead of paying three hundred dollars on eBay. Or yeah, emulated, that,
0: that's scary. really cool. One one shot I would like to see um, on Game Boy, the original Game Boy or Game Boy Color, would be Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Seasons I think I've actually yeah. brought up before. Yeah, I think uh, because they're tied together, that'd be awesome to have though, because you could have a link where you don't necessarily have to. Like, you have a way to automatically play those without having like the link cables, but you just beat both, and then when you have it and have the save file transfer because the switch will notice it, then you can just get to the final area you actually need to play. Yeah, really
3: cool. those I mean, it, they'd have to get Capcom involved who, who developed those games. It was Capcom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. so they'd have oh, to get Capcom to realize, involved,
3: yeah. but honestly, they put fucking alone in the dark on there i feel like they're that's them saying hey
0: nothing's off the table (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's true yeah
3: so yeah neat
1: it depends what it is and and just other games like there's sea of stars like that game like uh pointed out when they did the montage thing like the montage i was more excited about those games than what they were showing off before because again they're showing like the dlc packs they had the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC expansion pack. They had the Mario Kart uh, choruses that they're coming out with. I think Yoshi uh, Yoshi's uh, I forgot the fucking name of it, but it's something Yoshi uh, Yoshi Land or whatever is going to be one of the tracks. And that's all. You know what I
3: want them to put on there? Donkey Kong 94. That's the best Donkey Kong
0: game.
1: I still want to play that fucking Wii U Donkey Kong game. (laughs) Uh,
0: do it, quit, that. F- quit fucking around. Tropical freeze.
1: Yeah, I heard that game is really good, and I just never got to that. I, sh- I should put that on my list,
3: isn't it? I think it got ported to the Switch. Play that,
1: yeah, yeah. I'll probably do that. But overall, I was excited, like at the end, Metroid Prime because I think what they're doing, um, because they know they had to fucking delay that game to hell. What they're going to do is, like, they're going to come out with each Metroid remastered. Metroid 1, 2, and 3. And then be like, boom, here's 4. Because we were testing everything in the remasters for the trilogy. So, maybe that's what they're doing. But maybe I have to finish. And I never beat fucking Breath of the the Wild 1 Zelda. So, I got to finish that before.
3: You can beat it at any time.
1: Yeah. I got to beat it before the fucking, What, what is it called again? Tears of the Kingdom?
0: Yeah. Hell mm-hmm. yeah! You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now yeah. you at least know what the Kurok seeds are for. If you collect all of them, you can now plant them and grow your your harvest of, of seeds. Maybe mm-hmm. you grow a little little poop flowers.
1: Poop flowers, nice. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're gonna end it here, guys. Remember, unless you guys have any final thoughts. No. Nope? Okay. Judging by the silence, that's a no. So, um, remember cops versus thugs to remember to watch that getting some color is going to be the following week. I think we're, are we recording the metal gear, uh, this Thursday? Is that still going on or we're going to talk about it?
3: Oh yeah, possibly. We hadn't, uh, we hadn't discussed it at length, but yeah, that that sounds likely. So watch out for that.
1: And, um, yeah, for getting some color, we're going to be doing survivor series and, and the last raw in 1993. So, um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.
3: Thanks for listening.
4: Tennis ball
2: against the wall. Tennis ball, throw <out> it intra- against the wall. Tennis ball, throw quier- it against the wall. Bounce, bounce, bam, bounce, bounce, bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Tennis ball, throw it A- against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Bounce, bounce, bam, bounce. Tennis ball, throw it against the
4: wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball, throw it against the wall.
2: Hopes me forget about my
4: cancer.